Welcome to The Jewelry District, a podcast by JCK Magazine and JCK Online. Today, JCK's Rob Bates and Victoria Gamelski will interview two guests from Reed Exhibitions, Saren Bachman, Group Vice President, and Kate Youngstrom, Special Events and Education Director. They'll be discussing the upcoming JCK Virtual Show. Hey everyone, welcome to the Jewelry District. This is Victoria Gamelski, Editor-in-Chief of JCK and jckonline.com. I'm here in my home office in Los Angeles and I am with... Rob Bates, News Director of JCK and JCK Online, Exile in the Suburbs. Never-ending exile. We've got two wonderful guests today. Many of you will know them. We'll certainly know their names and their faces. They both work with Reed Exhibitions. Vice President of the Reed Jewelry Group, Saren Bachman, a.k.a. the head honcho at the JCK Las Vegas show. And Kate Youngstrom, Special Events and Education Director, who puts together all the wonderful JCK talks many of you attend. And we're going to be talking about the upcoming JCK Virtual Show, which kicks off on August 11th through the 14th. And there's a special pre-show day for luxury attendees. This is a first-time ever event. We're thrilled to hear about how it's going to work. Welcome. Welcome, Saren and Kate. Great to have you. Thanks. Great to be here, guys. Yeah, thanks. Miss seeing your faces, but glad to be able to at least chat with you guys. (laughs) Yeah, tell me about it. We always start these conversations off with a little bit of background because we'd love to hear how you each got to where you are today, how you got to jewelry, how you got to JCK in the exhibition world. Saren, you want to kick off and just tell us a little bit about your background? Sure. I started out running the luxury show years ago when it was first starting um, back at the Venetian then. And I started running it the year we moved it down from the suites to the ballroom. And I ran the luxury show for many years back then. And then I took a little bit of a hiatus from all the travel and the long hours when I had younger kids. And I, in the interim, did a startup retail business. And then I came back because I love this industry and love being a part of it. And as soon as I was able to start traveling again, I came back to run luxury again. And then uh, more recently took over JCK as well. And now the magazine is a piece of my portfolio too. So I really do love this industry and everything about it. So I couldn't leave as much as, uh, as, much as the travel is challenging sometimes. Didn't want to leave. Sucked you in. Well, we're happy to have you. Kate, what about you? How'd you get here? Well, my story is less glamorous. (laughs) I actually also was at GE right out of school for a brief amount of time. I had sort of a job right out of college when I, of course, didn't know what I wanted to do, but I actually thought I was going to be Carrie Bradshaw, like I'm sure every other 21-year-old girl did. At the time, GE was running a program where I ended up getting my hand in events, and I actually never knew that that was a job. <laughs> so I started researching that when I fell in love with it, sort of found Reed and worked my way in the marketing arm. We were working on multiple different portfolios, and similar to Saren, I had my eye on jewelry. So um, I was able to sort of wiggle my way to get involved into jewelry for a little while. I had a brief hiatus. I think I left Reed for about six months, a few years in. And fortunately, I was able to come back on what they call a boomerang. I came back, and I I've been permanently on the jewelry team now for about five or six years in this role. So we have very similar stories in the sense that we couldn't stay away. (laughs) The great part of it was the first day we both came back, we came back on the same day. We didn't know each other at the time when we were in the same restart group. And the GE connection is weird too. It is weird. Yes. Yeah. That's great. And now you guys are closely, closely work together on the future of this show. That's so cool. 
So um, very exciting news about the virtual show. First time ever that it's been done. Do you want to kind of walk us through the process? I mean, we obviously understand why the show was canceled this year. Obviously, that was an extremely difficult decision because it's never been canceled before ever. And then why you said, okay, we're going to try to do this virtual. How do you think it's going to work? Sure. So obviously, it was a very difficult decision to cancel the show, which has never happened in the history of JCK. And it was a difficult one, number one, for you know our customers, especially who rely on the show every year is really the main place they get business done. And obviously a hard decision for us as well, but it was the right one at the time. We actually made it early on before we were forced to. And the decision to pivot was actually a very easy one. As difficult as the decision to cancel was, the decision to pivot to a virtual event was easy. We knew the industry needed a way to stay together, to do business, to get back to business. And pivoting to an online version was immediately what came to mind. And we immediately went to work at it. Tell us a little bit about the platform that you're using, any sort of highlights of how it'll work. So the way we went through this is we looked at it as we wanted to take as many aspects of our live JCK event as possible and be really true to them in a virtual world. So we wanted to bring virtually as many aspects as we could from our live Vegas events. How can we replicate the important pieces of Vegas in an online way? And when we were reviewing platforms, that's what we were looking for. We were looking for a way to not just do a conference virtually, which many in the industry have done and done a great job with so far, but also be true to JCK and the fact that JCK is where many transactions take place and business gets done and merchandising happens and trends come out. And so when we were reviewing platforms and ways that we could put this on, that was how we kept our focus on what we would deliver. I'm just curious about all those aspects of, apart from seeing new collections and seeing, you know, meeting with exhibitors and doing that kind of networking, there's also that whole element of education that you've had to figure out how to transfer. Can you tell us a little bit about the world that people will sort of step into when they open up their browser on August 11th and find their way to the virtual event? What will that look like for them? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to your point, Vic, education is such a huge part of JCK, and we've really become known for that, which is, you know, in part to our relationships with some of these amazing industry experts and you guys at the magazine, of course, as well. So that was another huge part of what we were looking to do. And we also knew that, you know, our event was going to launch in August. So where would we be in the world? Would we still be talking about COVID? Would we be in the middle of it? Would we be quote unquote over it? Right. So there was a lot of different kind of aspects to that educational discussion that we were putting together. And we were able to work with an awesome survey that we did with our marketing team and really get down and find some information that the audience really wanted and really be able to produce that. And while there will be no massive classroom with, you know, a hundred people in it and a stage, what you will experience is I think some of the best content that we've been able to put together under the JCK brand. And so we've been able to bring together some of what I feel like is the best of the best industry experts. And then we've also been able to branch out a little bit more to different industries. So the content in my opinion, as far as education is, is really top notch. And that goes to all the sponsors as well that participated in it. Some of the stuff that's coming out is just really incredible. You yourself, Vic, I mean, you participated in our 11 trend videos, which, you know, came as an idea to quickly be able to excite people about all the browsing and the products that they're seeing. And it has transformed into this group of incredible speakers and industry experts and forecasters sharing all of this under one platform. Yes, we have that 
at the physical event, of course. I mean, there are hundreds of education sessions, but, you know, it is sometimes hard to schedule things in person, right? So this way, it is such a community feel. And that's what's really kind of you're going to see, I think, a little bit more of at the a virtual event. It's pretty awesome. So if you're a retailer the morning of the show, what should you expect to see and what would you advise them to do when they open up their browsers and see this platform that you put together? We have a schedule up there now. As of now, any attendees can register and be on the platform and start looking at the schedule of events, start searching for product, start searching for vendors, and start appointment setting, which is what I would recommend everyone starts doing now so that they're all set for the show week, just like you would for live JCK. You'd look through the show guide, you'd look through our online exhibitor profiles and start appointment setting. And then when you come back on the platform for the actual show days, you will be able to see all of the education and you will be able to actually hold meetings with the exhibitors and have those meetings take place. So I would suggest you have some preset appointments already and then come to the platform to browse. As Kate was talking about, there's these amazing trend videos that were put together and you can watch a trend video, hear what the latest trends are, and then spend the rest of that hour searching for products that match those trends that you may need in your stores, anything new that you don't have. In JCK, we have neighborhoods such as Diamond Plaza and Design Center and areas where we group our neighborhoods in JCK by product type. We've done the same thing on the platform. We've made it really flexible. We know that stores are opening back up, that folks are busy. You don't have to sit in front of your computer the entire time of the show in order to get a lot out of it. You can come and go, but you might want to be there for certain education sessions at a certain time, for certain appointments you have at a certain time, and then browsing at your leisure. So we try to make it as flexible as possible. Sounds great. And in terms of the appointments with exhibitors, I assume these are all video appointments and there's a way, will the product be brought up to the camera of the laptop or computer? And It's not the same as being able to touch and feel it. However, it's as good as it can be in a virtual world. The exhibitors have loaded up photos and videos of the products. So it is a video meeting where desktops can be shared as well as all the products that are in the system. Cool. Yeah. So there's a keynote, right? There are four keynotes, one for luxury specifically during that day that Victoria mentioned, and then one per day during JCK Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Another really cool functionality of being virtual is that, you know, usually we only have one kind of major keynote. And in this situation, we have the option to have one a day. And to Saren's point, the program is completely designed to be understandable that, you know, not everyone has five straight days to sit at the computer. So that's why we kind of created an option once a day so that if you couldn't make the keynote one day, you can still get some of that quote unquote major content. So our first keynote on Tuesday is Bill Thorne of the National Retail Federation, and he's doing a presentation on retail 2020. It's basically the plan was what happened and what's to come. And he is actually going to be joined by Lydia Finette. She is the global managing director of strategy and partnerships for Christie's Auction House. So she will join him at some point as well for a Q&A portion. So then on Wednesday, we do have Responsible Jewelry Council doing a presentation. They are the sponsor of the Wednesday keynote, and we are really looking forward to that. And then Thursday, our final keynote is our industry trend survey, which we present every year. And that is being presented by Rob, yourself, and Yancey. And that is a all encompassing survey of the industry. And we are actually going to have some retailers hop on there too and give their input on some of the results, which I will say, even in this crazy COVID world, the survey results were pretty amazing. This is a positive, resilient industry. I'm really excited for you guys to hear about what's to come in that survey. 
And for our luxury listeners, we also have the keynote on Monday, correct, Kate? Yes. That is sponsored by De Beers and they are doing a diamond report. So that will be really fantastic information for that luxury group on Monday. And how are you handling social events? Because I can kind of understand how all this other stuff could apply to a virtual world, but social events are a little trickier, right? Because it's just a bunch of people in a room. It's super different. And and I will say that's the other thing. I mean, the, one of the positive things coming out of all of this, I think, is people are getting creative, right? And so um, I kind of tend to, you used to have expectations of a cocktail party or a comedian, right? But now we're all, I think, a little bit more forgiving and a little more creative, which is great. So for our luxury customers on that Monday, there is two networking events, um, which are meant to replicate some of the activities that they have in person. One of those is drunk yoga. <laughs> oh my God. That is actually sponsored by Luvente, which is awesome. So in the afternoon, there is a theme drink that day called the Lotus, and we will be sharing that recipe with everybody. And in the middle of the day, the Drunk Yoga Company, which is a full-fledged brand, which is amazing, will be giving some yoga stretching and games, encouraging you to drink that cocktail throughout the day to kind of just get you off your feet and a little bit away from the computer. And then that evening, we are actually trying to replace what is normally our dine-out program with a special guest chef, which I won't announce yet, is somebody that the industry knows, and that will make it even more special. And that will just be a live, basically, in your kitchen cooking class. And that recipe will be shared with the audience as well, so they can hopefully cook along with this special guest and their families. So we're really looking forward to that. And then for the JCK days, we have an event every evening. So Tuesday evening is our association mix and mingle. The associations are all going to get their own breakout rooms and do some sort of fun activity that's also educational in there. Wednesday afternoon, we have a virtual fashion show, which is a first for us. We have done fashion shows years ago, and we're really excited to bring them back. And so there will be a kind of cocktail pairing to that fashion show. There is about 20 brands being featured. And then on Thursday is actually a secret surprise more to come. Um, so all I can say is oh, stay God. tuned for that. <laughs> so again, different, but super unique and creative in the sense that everybody is kind of banding together to, you know, chat and Zoom and have fun with these unique activities that maybe they wouldn't normally get a chance to do. If you're a fan of podcasts, you know that listener reviews is what helps make them possible. Help spread the word. Please rate, review, and subscribe to The Jeweler District on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And now back to the show. Did you guys, when you were putting this together, and it sounds like an incredible amount of work, I mean, I should say just in the span of a few months, you've really reinvented the way business is going to be done, or at least for this year. Did you look to other models or were there examples you saw that you plucked from? Or how did you even come up with this structure? You know what? It, it's a good question. It, there really weren't any models to follow when we were coming up with this. So, I mean, we have an amazing team and it's one of the things we do at JCK. I mean, in most cases, we're the leader on many things. And so you kind of have to be groundbreaking and you have to brainstorm and you have to be creative. And I just have to give kudos to the entire team that worked on this. Everybody's been working on overdrive incredibly hard to get this all together in such a short amount of time, but it is really amazing how far we've come and we are bringing to life what we envisioned would be the ideal. So I know there'll be some hiccups and it's, it's a new thing and it's a learning and it's a first time. Um, and you know what, we'll learn from that. You know, Vic, you mentioned whether or not this would go on in the future. Our vision is that it will. Our vision is that in the future, we see live JCK happening in 2021 in a hybrid way with a virtual event alongside it. 
So it is really important we get the lessons learned and we find out what works and what doesn't work so we can only improve upon it in the future. That's super smart. Yeah. What kind of reaction have you got? Are people excited or? I mean, all of it's been just so positive. I mean, we had a, a board call last week and I think somebody just said, thank you. Thank you for trying to get us together and thank you for trying to keep the industry, you know, moving forward. That's our goal at JCK. I mean, we truly try to be the marketplace to provide a place where everybody can do business and feel welcome and feel educated and discover what's new and what's next. So if we can do that for everybody and it seems that, you know, everyone's looking forward to it, that's all that really matters. Yeah, I would agree. I think everybody realizes we need to work in a different way going forward, even when we can go back to our live events. This was something that might have eventually come anyway. It just would have probably come a lot slower. So it's a new way of working that can only enhance what we're doing in the future. One of the things that we did that that people are appreciative of is we did offer this platform for free to all the exhibitors that were with us in JCK 2020 and are staying with us in 2021. So it wasn't a moneymaker. It was really something we invested in to give back to the industry and invest in the future and, you know, try and really help this industry get back on its feet. So there's definitely a lot of appreciation for that. And we've definitely heard that some people are doing extremely well. Do you think people are going to be in a buying mood you know, it's interesting. One of the questions I get a lot is, you know, why did you pick this timing? You know, why August? And one of the reasons in picking this timing was we did a survey out to retailers early on when we were creating this and asked a few questions. And one of those questions was, what would be the right time frame for you? And it did sound like the July, August time frame was the best time frame so that they could merchandise and order products that they could have in time for the holidays. And yet it wasn't too early when we normally have JCK when their stores weren't open yet and they had no idea what they might need. So it was finding that right balance in the timing of having them back in their stores, getting a sense of what merchandise they might need and doing it early enough that the exhibitors could still deliver in time for the holidays. And one of the things that's kind of cool, I guess, is that you can kind of look at product, but you don't necessarily have somebody saying, hey, can I help you? You know, you can kind of do it in a more stealth way, I guess. Yes, for sure. You can search the platform. Again, as I mentioned early on, we tried to make it very true to the elements we have at JCK. One of the things we do at JCK that gets great feedback is our matchmaking program, where when retailers register for JCK in Vegas, they give us some information at registration about the types of products they're looking for, the price ranges and the categories. And we also get information from the exhibitors on what they're going to be showing. And we have a very complicated algorithm at JCK that matches the two together and serves up recommendations recommendations to the retailers. Hey, these are exhibitors you might be interested in meeting with that have product that matches what you're looking for. So this virtual JCK will recommend not only exhibitors to retailers, but also specific products to the retailers. So just like an Amazon.com would serve up, you know, you might be interested in these things. It will really learn from what they're doing on the site, the things they're interested in serve up recommended products to them that they might be interested in learning more about. Okay, here's here's a big question. I don't know if you've gotten this. It might blow your mind this question. What should people wear? Oh. <laughs> That's great. You know what? What's great about this is you can wear whatever you'd like other than some of the networking events in the evening. Well, it's true actually. You're going to be in meetings and you're going to be seeing each other. I think folks should dress the way they are these days for all of their webinars and Zoom calls that they're having. I mean, 
anything goes, which is great. I've seen people in business suits with pajama bottoms. I've seen people in their gym clothes. I think it really is anything goes. And the best part is you don't have to worry about all your Vegas shoes for sure. All right. And background, how about the background? I would say, I mean, it's the same thing that you kind of, you know, we, we're taking the approach of, like Saren said, Saren has her headphones and so her kids don't come in, but I tried to hide my dog somewhere and there was no hiding him. So if he barks, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, so there's some sort of understanding that you're in your home or you're in your back office, something that you maybe wouldn't show people normally, but there's some hu- like human connection to that. So I would say show something that you're proud of or you're comfortable showing, but make sure that there's light in front of you, not behind you. I know that sounds so silly, but um, that makes it really hard to see you and you know do your best to be in a space where you can have the volume on loud and talk comfortably but aside from the light which is like the number one tip I say be yourself and and be you know show where you are you know quarantining from it there's some sort of humanness to that I think that things we used to get annoyed by we we welcome I think nowadays yeah I think there's something very endearing about getting glimpses of people's home offices and their kids and and barking dogs. It's certainly something we all relate to. I wanted to switch gears just momentarily. And I just saw the news on the site that JCK Industry Fund had added a diversity and inclusivity grant. I'd love to hear more about that. Sure. So for those who don't know anything about JCK Industry Fund, it was started in partnership between JCK and the Plum Club in 1997. Since then, JCK has given away over $6 million in grant money to industry-related causes such as education and consumer awareness campaigns. So we have an industry fund committee that's made up with representation of both esteemed retailers and manufacturers from the industry. And each year, the committee determines what causes are most deserving of these grants that we give away. So the decision was made very recently, actually, that for our 2021 grant, we would add a specific grant focused on causes that further diversity and inclusion within the industry. Well, it's a wonderful initiative. So thrilled to hear that. So we've heard all this wonderful info about the virtual event, but I think everyone can agree we're all still really missing the live in-person Vegas that we all know and love. So what can you tell us about 2021 and remind us of the dates? I know that those are those are set. Yes. So we're really excited um, to get back in person and get back to JCK in Las Vegas. And we are already planning Las Vegas 2021. It will take place in the beginning of June, June 4th through June 7th at the Venetian and Sands with luxury having pre-show days prior to that on June 2nd and June 3rd. And we really can't wait. And I know so many in the industry can't wait for us to all get back together, be back in person, be able to touch and feel the product. Of course, if there are still any health and safety concerns at that time, we are going to have tons of knowledge and experience from all of our other RX events around the globe that come before us. So we're in the perfect position to make sure that we implement anything that needs to be implemented in that regard. And as I mentioned earlier, we do see it as an experience where we wouldn't stop doing the virtual when we go back to live. We really see it as a dynamic new future world when we go live in 21. If there's someone out there thinking, I don't know if I want to go to another virtual event, what would you say to them? Why should they uh, go to this event? I mean, I would say because there's no harm in doing it. If you sign on and you decide it's not for you, which I highly doubt, then okay, no love lost. You can sign off. But the worst case is that you might miss out. You might miss out on talking with your friends, on a new product, on a content session that changed your perspective on something. 
So that's the, the benefit of virtual is there's no loss there. You can, you can close the browser if you don't want to participate. So I would say give it a shot. You may like it a lot more than you think. I love it. Any final thoughts about the show or just for the industry in general? Yeah, and I would say thank you. I mean, thank you for pivoting with us and thank you for being so understanding as we ask for information and send emails and, and you know, take you guys along this journey with us. It is, you know, new for all of us. So thank you for, for joining along. Thank you for listening to The Jewelry District. I'm Katie Clifford, co-producer alongside Kathy Passero. Our editor is Olivia Briley. If you like what you've heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you may listen. We hope you join us next time for The Jewelry District by JCK.